0: Get, get, get ready Get ready for a dose of internet marketing strategy and tactics from the makers of the best digital marketing toolset Mondovo.com. Mondovo.com. Here, we tell you how to uncomplicate your marketing endeavors and find success <laughs> online. Let's get digital, digital marketing simplified. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for joining another great uh, episode of uh, Mondo 101. And today, we have a very interesting personality with us, uh, Leonard Kim. And he's going to talk a lot about personal branding. But here, today we are going to be talking at a very specific topic for the agencies itself. That's because uh, what he says is, if you don't uh, kind of uh, take social cloud for serious, well, it's time to take it. If you can't prove who you are to the people, then how are you going to be doing it for your customers? Very interesting topic. Uh, hello, dear. Welcome to the show. Hey, Balan. Thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate being here today. Fantastic. Sure as So, Leo, uh, we have a very interesting uh, topic today to talk. Uh, especially uh, agencies are going to love it. Uh, but before that, uh, before we get into the topic, uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to our audience. Uh, so we can, then we can begin now.
1: Sure. I'm managing partner of a company called Influence Tree. At Influence Tree, what we do is we teach people how to grow their, ba- grow their brand, get features in publication, and grow their social media following. And we also do all the services for our clients as well, just like any other type
0: of agency. Fantastic. Very good. Very good. So you said that you you help companies to grow their brands and uh, proceed on. Okay. So what is your idea and what is your technique? And how do you normally start with any client that you proceed on?
1: Well, from what I've seen throughout history is... Most of the times, people buy into the people first before they buy into a company. So what we do at our agency as opposed to other agencies is we lead with the person. Um, Like, have you heard of the uh, company T-Mobile?
0: Right. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And John Legere, like, he leads T-Mobile. He's a voice of T-Mobile. He's a face of T-Mobile. By him being out there in the forefront, people respect him and they ultimately um, buy into his company because they follow his leadership into
0: the digital sp- into the telecom space. hmm So it's the personal branding, which kind of takes to the next branding itself for the company. That's what you're saying.
1: Correct. And when you're comparing T-Mobile to like AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, whatever other companies may be out there, mm-hmm. like, okay, that one's a telecom company. That one's a telecom company. That one's a telecom company. But this company, this is John Laguerre's company. Like, There's a difference when you look at that company compared to the rest. It's like you have a lot of sheep and they're all out there and you have like one sheep with like maybe gold wool and it just allows you to differentiate yourself out from the rest of the competitors out
0: there. True. That's so very true, Gliolivic. Like when people know about the big brands, perfectly fine. Well, I'm a small agency. I'm kind of... Uh, Uh, doing business for the small-medium businesses to help grow their business. So how am I going to be recognized for the brand which I'm going to be making then?
1: So what that means is even if you're in a small agency to a medium-sized agency, Mm -hmm. chances are people aren't going to recognize the name of your company, correct? That's correct. So when you start off communications, what you do is you have to sell them on why you're the person and you have to sell them on why your company is the best fit for them. Mm-hmm. And you have all these companies out there doing the exact same thing. And if you really start to dissect that sales process, what you're doing is first you're selling yourself, mm-hmm. then you're selling the services that you offer. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that same message be communicated in your agency material?
0: Right. So you're saying the whole thing has to go from the personal level to the brand of or the company level itself.
1: Uh, Correct, like back in 2005 I used to sell cars. Um, The first step was to meet and greet people. The second step was to sell yourself. The third step was to sell your company and the fourth step was to qualify your customer. So if that's the sales process, to sell a $30,000, $50,000, $100,000 vehicle, doesn't it like make sense that that would follow into like the mortgages industry all the way over to the agency model? Right. You have to sell yourself before you sell the company.
0: Mm. Okay, all right. Uh, now, he, here's what I don't understand. Uh, the, uh, see, <coughs> a company which kind of, say, an agency company itself, uh, they are small trying to establish their particular thing and then you have this uh, leads coming to you in bound way and uh, uh, and for an, uh, say for an agency have to sell something for themselves. It's something like a value that they have created or a person in that particular brand who have created it. Okay, for a company who doesn't have none, where where should they actually start from?
1: They should start building up their personal brand. So, uh, Bala, would you say that you're an expert in marketing?
0: Yeah, yes, I can, um, yeah, I would kind of consider that kind of an expert, yes.
1: Okay, and would you say you have um, extreme talent in specific areas within marketing?
0: Not take, okay, yeah, in a f- couple of areas, right?
1: In a couple of areas, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're probably really good at one, two, and three things, like mm-hmm. maybe content marketing, maybe like SEO, something, right?
0: Analytics, yes, uh huh.
1: Yeah, analytics. So um, other agencies might be better at like social media or something else, and something else, and something else, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're an expert at analytics, How many people out there know you're an expert at analytics?
0: Good question. Not many.
1: Not many? Mm -hmm. But then you know you're the expert at analytics, right? Right. So what you have to do is you have to showcase that you are the expert at analytics. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question you're really asking is how do you showcase that you're the expert at analytics, correct?
0: That's correct, yes.
1: Okay. Well, there's two different things you could do. You could either create... um, white papers and like content and like blog posts that outline how you were able to become good at this, what your insights are, and showcase how exactly you do your process. And the second thing you can do is make videos of the exact same thing. Mm. Because once you start talking about that topic, you become the expert, right?
0: That's correct, yes. Okay. So, it's like pretty much what Neil Patel does or say, you know, they keep talking about it, you know, again and again and again or say can it, see Rand Fishkin talking about SEO again and again. So, at one point of time, they become an authoritative to that particular subject and then, well, the market believes that, okay, whatever you say, must be the right or the wrong one because you have so much of content on it.
1: Correct. And this is what happens. The people who can't afford your services, they'll go out there and they'll try to do it. you. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, because they couldn't afford you to begin with, and Mm. they'd be wasting your time if if they came up and made inquiries with you, right?
0: Right, right.
1: But then the person who has a $10,000 a month budget, the $50,000 a month budget, the $100,000 a month budget, is going, wow, this looks great. I know how to do it, but um, I don't have the resources. I'm just going to hire this guy, because he's the expert to do it. Mm. So, then your company gets um, (laughs) the clout it needs and the social proof it needs to go out there and build business because you're setting yourself out as the authority in the space.
0: Okay. But here's what I kind of differ, uh, Milio. When you say that a company, kind of a person has to build a brand and then, you know, that brand should kind of sell whatever he's actually selling in his company. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, a company like Mondo, like what we are doing is a small uh, SEO tools company. Something what SEMrush is doing, what does Raven Tools is doing, what does uh, Majestic is doing. It's like the big players in the market in the SEO tool side of it. I'm sure you must have heard about many. And we are also another particular thing. But you know, the whole focus is, uh, of course, at one side we have our founder who has been creating his own personal brand and telling the world what it is. But most importantly, if we kind of look. Or, you know, do something with the product itself. Say, for example, in the SEO tool company, well, using the same tool, uh, look how we are actually ranking up in SEO. So, the same way you can use your tool to rank wherever you want. I mean, in, in our tool, and rank wherever you want. Wouldn't that make a kind of a, a better, a, a, you know, a better proportion than branding a particular person? Well, is it easier to trust
1: the person or a company?
0: Uh, well, it's easier to trust a person first. That's true. Okay.
1: If it's easier to trust the person, then why wouldn't you leave with the person?
0: Hmm. But uh, that doesn't happen in a very large scale or sometimes a small scale industry where people do not have an expertise, but they want to take the product in and go. So that's why I kind of thinking like, are we clashing the ideas over there or should we act absolutely focus on personal branding and then take the product ahead?
1: Well, let me just explain a little bit about my business. It's not even 2017 yet while we're doing this interview right now. It's the end of 2016. Right. I already put six figures on the book for the comp- books for the company. I have salespeople who work for me. I have um, gross marketers who work for me. I have SEO specialists who work for me. I have all these different people who work for me to go and handle clients. But then the thing is, like, my business, uh, agency, website, not a lot of people end up onto that site. They're coming to me from my personal content. Mm. Like, oh, Leonard's the expert. I'm going to go contact him. Oh, Leonard, I want your services. I mean, I can't respond to all those. So I'm like, hey, Dad, can you follow up with this person? Hey, Winnie, can you follow up with this person? Can Hey, X, can you follow up with this, 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 this? And I triage them all off. Because mm. I've created this inbound network where I'm seen as the go to expert in the field, so people come to me. Like, um, I mean, SEO is a great play if someone's Googling and searching, but then um, there's also those people. Like, let's say you wanted to get um, inspired because you were super depressed. What's the first name that comes to your mind when you think of who to go to for something like that? Mm-hmm.
0: One of the mentor uh, who we have.
1: Um, what name comes to your mind?
0: Uh, my, I mean, one of my mentor, which I have, so his name kind of comes into my mind immediately.
1: Okay. So you have a personal connection. For me, I think Tony Robbins.
0: Okay. Mm.
1: And for a lot of other people, they think Tony Robbins. Mm. Why? Because he has a strong personal brand. Mm. So then... Now when he does a seminar thing, people pay 500 to like $50,000 to go. Um, the same thing works in the agency model. The same thing works for a doctor. The same thing works for everyone. Like it doesn't matter what type of profession you're in. If you're leading with your personal brand, then you win. Um, the other day I was talking to my plastic surgeon friend. I'm like, how much do you think he made compared to the other plastic surgeons? He's like, I think I probably make about 50% more than them. I asked why. Mm -hmm. He said it's probably because I target the niche communities because I'm Chinese and my clients are Chinese. Ah. Great. So I asked him, okay, let me ask you a better question. How about the number one person in your field? How much do you think he makes compared to you? And he's like, who, academically or the person with the biggest personal brand? I started with academically because, you know, there can only be one number one person academically in any field, right? Right. Right. He's like, oh, that guy's making about five times more than me.
0: Mm.
1: Pretty good. That's a lot of money. That's probably millions of dollars. Mm. But then I wanted to take it even further and ask, okay, how about the person who's perceived to be number one? And he's like, oh, that person doesn't even have a great technique. I'm like, is there anything wrong with his technique? He's like, no, it's just not the best out there. I'm like, stop hating on him. How much does he make compared to you? And he's like, okay, let me think about it like, you know, that guy makes tw- 10 to 20 times more than what I make. And I asked why. He's like, everyone sends everyone to him. Uh. He's seen everywhere. Everyone knows he's the recognized expert in the field.
0: Mm.
1: So when you're recognized as the number one authority in your space, people come to you. Mm. Which means that plastic surgeon he owns a practice right, right. He probably doesn't do all of the plastic surgery um, things himself mm. kind of like how you own an agency right mm. you don't do everything yourself so his his practice would be empty if he didn't have that personal brand built up just like how some agencies won't have clients unless they have their personal brand built up mm. then the next step is you have to look at it like let's say you do like let's say you own a social media marketing agency Mm -hmm. let's say your founders for the company have like 300 followers on Twitter Mm. 200 followers on Instagram and you say your clients have like hundreds of thousands of followers it doesn't matter if you say it and it doesn't matter if you have it people are going to look at your profiles and go oh you're the social media expert and you only have 200 followers you can't be the expert
0: Mm. right right Makes sense.
1: Yeah, or they go, oh, we land our clients into big publications like Forbes, etc., right? Right. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to Google you, see if you're in Forbes, because if you can get your clients in Forbes, you can get yourself in Forbes, right? Right, right. <laughs> and if I Google you and you don't come up in Forbes, I'll be like, this person can't get other people in Forbes. I mean, this is just how people think, not how I think.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, right.
1: Mm. But then if you're in Forbes and you're like, I got clients in Forbes, then people are like, oh, he's in Forbes and he got clients in Forbes, he could help me.
0: Right. That kind of proves the point there and there and uh, no much convention needed in any of the sales cycle. Boom, you're there. Yeah, and mm. that's
1: one of the problems that agencies face is that... Um, They're going out there, they could do good work, but then it's just so hard for them to be able to justify what they're able to do because they work on their clients and they don't work on their own um, material and collateral and reputation
0: and social clout. Right, right. It's kind of funny, right? You have the whole team, in fact, the best team you hired, but uh, it's sad that you're not going to be utilizing this whole team for your own company, but somebody else's company, like that typically any agencies have been facing the problem today.
1: Exactly. But then that's a problem with building any business. Everyone's, everyone does better work for a client than they do on their own business. <laughs> everyone. Mm. It's just human nature because you're like, oh, I could do this later. Oh, I could do this then. But when you have a client, you have deadlines, you have set structures. You're like, I got to get this done. I got to mm. get this done. I got to get this done. But when it's for yourself, you're like, oh, I could do this next week. I could do this in a month. I could do this.
0: And it just never gets started. Right. Okay, so quickly on that particular thing. If a particular person, if a founder, if an agency owner, a person who's trying to build his business in this, uh, uh, you know, digital marketing space, uh, what does that a founder has to do? Could he just give us some steps and ideas like what he has to be doing on the personal branding side of it so that his company grows?
1: Well, one, you need a bio, a strong bio, because anyone who reads something you write, watches any video you make, mm-hmm. whatever it is, sees you on social media, mm-hmm. they're ultimately going to want to know more about you and they're going to read that bio. In that bio, you can't make it a resume. No one cares about your work experience. Mm-hmm. They want to relate to you and they want to connect with you. Steps two of that sales process I discussed earlier was selling yourself. And you don't sell yourself by talking about how great you are. Mm. You sell yourself by finding common ground. Like, Bala, do you like Cheerios? Or what's your favorite cereal?
0: I uh, you know, currently have been watching Friends after a long time you've been
1: watching Friends for a long time see if I like Friends I could be like oh me too then you'll be like oh who's your favorite character and I'll be like Ross and you'll be like something else and we could like connect and start a conversation and then like bond over that right 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 but when you're on the internet you can't ask questions right (laughs) absolutely I I I mean you can but then you don't have someone to answer them so how do you do that on the internet in your bio you have to talk about the things that you like like mm. if you like surfing, if you like friends, you have to like build out your story so people can connect
0: with you. Right. Right. Okay, so we build the bio and we kind of uh, go through the rest of the sales process, uh, and then uh, we start, uh, you know, talking, writing, and start exploring various medium to promote what we're actually saying.
1: Uh, correct. Like that's your foundation: your bio, your headshots, your everything. Everything that makes you look good, maybe you even have a personal website, all that stuff's designed to be your foundation and your ground for where everyone goes. Mm. Then if people really like you and they landed on your bio for some reason from not a business article (laughs) and they want to learn more about you, then they go check out your business and they're like, wow, this guy's great, his company's great, I'm going to work with these guys. Got it. So... With an agency, maybe you get a lead, but then that lead is not going to be as strong as a lead who comes in where they've already been able to have a personal connection with you first, which increases your closing ratio.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It increases
1: the quality of the leads you receive.
0: Absolutely. All right. And that also actually opens up various venues for the business, just not the one mainstream, but also the other side of it. You know, you could... You have your own brand, you can just hit on any of the brand to just make it big, isn't it?
1: Exactly. And once you have that foundation, then you can go out there and you can create content. And a lot of people I've seen, they're scared to really give away their secrets because they think that someone else is going to go out there and just duplicate it. Mm. But you know what happens when you give away your secrets? You look like the authority on the field. You look like the person who knows what no one else does. And when you look like the person who knows what no one else does, people buy from you. Right. Because they want you on their team. Right. And, I mean, sure, someone might steal it, but then the person who steals it doesn't know how to actually execute it. So it's not like they could really do anything with it anyway.
0: Absolutely. Right. Fantastic. Well said Um, And is there anything that you see today? I know that, you know, many agencies are making this mistake of not personally branding and then setting it. Uh, What are the other common mistakes that you see in the small entrepreneur agencies uh, apart from this? I get a lot of
1: cold emails from agencies and I'm like, why are you emailing me? I have my own agency. But aside from that, it's like... um, (laughs) These people, they just, like, kind of spam, and they're not building a connection. Like, if I was going to send you an email, Bala, I'd first look over your website, I'd understand everything that you're doing. And, like, hi, Bala, I researched you thoroughly, and I really agree with this thing that you're doing. It's so exciting, and I'm so happy to see that you're doing that, because it really resonates with me. And I'm so happy to see that you're an expert in analytics. I I used to blah, 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 analytics stuff. I I don't have any, Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about analytics. But if I did, I'd write that in there and I'd be like, let's bond over this. Oh, by the way, um, I wanted to see if maybe you wanted to chat, talk more about stuff. These are the services I could help you with. But a better question is, how can I help you? Mm. A lot of people out there, they just lead with starting to sell. And, you know, like, why do I want to talk to someone who's pitching me on the sale? Right. why, Why don't you tell me how you can help me? Because, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's me or you or any of the other millions of people in the world. Once you get that email and it's starting to sell you, no one really cares. Everyone cares about me, 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 me. What can you do for me? So tell them what you can do for me or ask them how you can help them.
0: Mm, right. I think that is what is going to... I mean, that's one of the common mistakes which uh, many agencies kind of do. it, Spam it and then, uh, of course, they don't get the right leads and uh, work with the wrong customers at the end.
1: Exactly.
0: Perfect. Uh, fantastic. Uh, right. Uh, that's kind of a crisp uh, answer that you have given and uh, good... list of items that uh, a person has to do in order to start his personal branding and start off as agencies and go. Um, Is there any other point that you want to kind of highlight uh, before, you know, we kind of conclude this uh, uh, call here?
1: I mean, I don't just work with people from outside my field. I'll really work with anyone. Mm -hmm. So if someone really needs help on building out their personal brand, I mean, It doesn't matter if you're a competitor to me. I I can still help you with that, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, uh, if you have any specific questions or anything, you can always email me at hello at LeonardKim.com or find me on Twitter at Mr. Leonard Kim and um, we could chat, we could talk about things and we could see where you're at and maybe there's some ways that we could potentially work together.
0: Fantastic. I'm sure people would be noting it and of course uh, if uh, somebody googles you, you are the, pretty much uh, the person to go for when it comes to person branding. really love uh, your website, your you know the way you have actually branded yourself. You have a wiki page, and uh, everywhere kind of talks to you, and you have the same kind of uh, uh, messaging going out everywhere. So that kind of uh, gives us a, gives a person a right understanding about what you do and what you exactly been uh, doing. Pretty much impressed in uh, what we've been doing, so. I think that itself is a great uh, lesson that you're teaching people, like how it's supposed to be done. That's a great thing.
1: Thank you. I do appreciate that. And another thing that I've noticed is um, if you have a small agency in three to five years, is it still going to exist? That's another question you need to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, ask, are you going to be here in three to five years? You're probably going to be here in three to five years. Your agency may or may not be. So, the thing is, if you invest into your own personal brand, it stays with you for as long as you're alive. But that company resume you create for your agency, Mm. if anything goes wrong and it goes under, your brand goes with it. Your resume goes with it.
0: Right, right. You're absolutely right there. Mm. Very important lessons from various people, actually. Very good. Fantastic, All right, um, I think we got a pretty, a pretty good points over here, and uh, I'm, I'm sure like uh, most of the uh, people are going to be getting the point and start focusing upon building their own brands. Uh, and of course, you are there to help them out uh, whenever it's been needed. Then I think this will not be a problem at all. So thank you very much, uh, Leo, for uh, giving us a time. Uh, uh, and I think, you know, we should be having in, uh, this particular uh, episode coming out soon. And also, we kind of will make it into a blog post and uh, actually be uh, publishing it out. Uh, and if you need any kind of uh, help in terms of, uh, say, uh, using an SEO tools or anything, uh, we'd be happy to assist you there. Perfect. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you
0: so much. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And you have a great day. You Thank you so much for your
1: time. Thank you.
0: This session of the Digital Marketing Simplified show has come to a close, come to a close. For more information on show notes and transcriptions of this episode, biz, biz, visit us at mondovo.com, visit us at mondovo.com. If you found this episode worth your time, please do spread the word, tweet it, tweet it, email it, email it and share it with and share it with your network. Do keep checking back for more new episodes. Till next time, till next time, till next time. <laughs>